0: <laughs> Welcome back. First time not on Zoom. First time actually in person. What do you think? Pretty good. What is it?
1: Uh, Chivas Regal. Twelve. This is like this is like their cheap one.
0: We should just be sponsored by their cheap one, and just from now on only drink. <laughs> it's it's not that cheap. It's like thirty dollars. That for... doesn't look twelve year twelve year age is never cheap. It's like $30 is way more expensive than the whiskey I used to buy. In. For scotch, $30 isn't much. Okay. So <laughs> that's. Uh... i $30 is very expensive uh, for my whiskey. Yeah. Kind of swore. All right. So uh, today we're here to talk about the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Oh my God. What's, we forgot what's Calamari. The,
1: Fuck. What's the name of our of our podcast right
0: now? Uh, Colin and John podcast. CNS? <coughs> Bless you. That's the name. <coughs> That's oh the God. original name. It's just going to be sneezing. <coughs> Bless you.
1: Should we start over? Okay. <laughs> 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 nah, I mean, what? Nah, okay. We'll cut it, we'll cut it, we'll
0: cut Keep it going. Keep <laughs> going. Keeping the sneezes in there.
1: Yeah, one straight shot through. That's the easiest way to edit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the way <it's> <laughs> easiest so, way to edit mm-hmm. is no editing. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, right? That's the official name? Uh, I just wrote down Caligari.
1: I wrote down Caligari also. And yeah, we did forget the calamari, but imagine that we're having cali- calamari. calamari right now. It almost like Caligari.
0: Uh, Alright. So, I did a little bit of base research, just so everybody's got a little bit of a background on what's going on. Sean did not do any base research, so he was very lost when we started this. I knew what was going on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what I gotta say. We also watched two different versions, which I, I think we should point out. Mine was uh, an hour and seven minutes and Sean was 72 minutes. 70. Yeah, 72, 73 minutes. Yeah, so it was a little different. Um, I watched mine on Tubi and you watched yours on Vima. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little bit of a fun fact. Uh, Hans Walter Conrad was the, the main character, the main actor. I believe he was Caesar. Uh, and he was in over 100 films. He was also in Casablanca, which mm. is a film I've actually heard of. And then. Uh, I've heard of that too. Yeah. Good old fashioned. Maybe that's our next one. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> him, and, him and his wife both fled Germany during World War II uh, because they were Jewish. Mm-hmm. Now, Robert Wien, I'm going to. He was a famous film expressionist or German expressionist filmmaker. And he also left during World War II because he was also Jewish. Mm-hmm. And he made a ton of films. Um, okay. So a little bit more about. He was... No, I don't know anything else about him. Um, but the movie inspired different people mm-hmm. and different things. So I, I know you picked up on it. But yeah. there was Virginia Woolf, who I didn't know who she was. But I found out she was a modernist writer in the 20th century. David Bowie, which mm-hmm. I feel like you get that from like his costumes and stuff. The vibe yeah, I can see it. The makeup that he wore. Yeah, like think of Labyrinth and like how his makeups were all like... I think I saw that. Oh, that could be another movie. That movie's fantastic. All right. It's just weird as hell. All right. um, and then we have like Tim Burton. So like when I was watching the movie I immediately thought of Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I, it was a lot of like Tim Burton stuff. Yeah, I, I was like this guy, Ed Scissorhands. And then the most obvious one after you finish the film is Shark Island. Yes. Which, did we give any
1: introduction onto what we're doing with this series? I don't know if we did, but we're going to watch and review influential movies of each decade, and we're just going to jump around, and it's not going to be consistent every week, but over time, we're going to watch a bunch of movies and review them, specifically important ones of each decade. And this one's from the 1920s, what we're starting with.
0: Which is pretty much when movies started. Yes.
1: You want to go over our rules?
0: Our rule, Yeah, so I watch another podcast, and the rules, I think, are incredible. So the rules are you get two pauses, and no rewinds. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a perfect rule for a movie in the 1920s because they are very hard to follow. Yes. Uh, especially if you have no idea. Like, if you don't look up the movie beforehand, <laughs> it gets a little confusing. Uh, so even more of the outline, we're going to go over the – we just went over the main actors, the directors, and what it's influenced. Then I'm going to go over the type of film. I'm gonna go over writing of the movie, and then we're gonna discuss what we thought happened in each. And since we watched two different versions, it should be interesting. They weren't that different, though. We don't know that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're gonna look up the synopsis, and uh, then I'm gonna give you some symbolism that was going on during it. Uh, So during the 20th century, or like the 1920s, Expressionist film was like a big thing and uh, this was because in 1916 Germany banned foreign films Hmm. So a ton of movies were all made In Germany and they had this expressionist like view. And I I don't know if you noticed this but it's all about sharp angles and weird angles Yeah, I saw that and like crazy artwork in the back and the goal is to sort of get you to feel like you're like off kilter uh, which I think worked really well. Uh, okay. Often betrays madness, insanity, betrayal, and other intellectual topics.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean there was, there was part of this movie where the two guys are fighting over this girl, which I don't think we got the girl's name. There were no two guys fighting over a girl. Oh my god. <laughs> we even watch the same movie? No, yeah. The, the second guy who died dude, they were not
0: fighting over her. They were yeah. like, we're totally cool with it. We're like, we both want her, but yo, whoever gets her wins.
1: That's like a passive aggressive fight. Okay, okay. So once, once that dude was like, why don't you get your fortune told? And then it was like, you're gonna die tonight. And then he actually died. I was a hundred percent like, he that guy on. was in it, <laughs> and he wanted the girl for himself. So he was all friendly, like, yeah, like, like. Whoever she picks, that's who we, is gonna marry her. Yeah.
0: But then Once he was so- like yeah, this guy's dead. Yeah, okay. Whoever she picks, man. Yeah, yeah. I know you're dying at, at dawn, so whoever whoever she picks. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, also <laughs> a lot of the experiences were inspired by World War One, like post World War One. Yeah. a lot of shit. Germany, not great. They lost. Uh-huh. Uh it's supposed <laughs> they lost. It inspired um film and war and horror films. Think of like Alfred Hitchcock. Vertigo, any of those kind of movies? Yeah, no. Nope. No, they're not ringing a bell for me. Okay, yeah. yeah well, right. Alfred Hitchcock, famous, famous guy. Psycho, those kind of movies. Uh, background is distort the viewer. Uh, Hyper expressive performance with turmoil, spheres, etc. And then again, so the goal of the expressionist films were to sort of change society on what was going on in their culture because mm-hmm. they weren't like super happy. Um, I wrote down a bunch about what they were like doing, and a lot of it was just that the people that wrote it were pacifists, mm. and it was inspired by a show called The Man or Machine, and the guy just had great strength in a circus act, and they were like, okay, this is gonna, I guess it spurred them to write this.
1: Yeah. I see where, I see where they took some stuff from that. Yeah. A little bit. It was a
0: big twist from that, but they took <laughs> some stuff. It's, not, it's close to that. Um, Alright, let's do let's do our reactions.
1: Yeah, let's, let's get through it. So I feel like we should we should kind of do it in chronological order and talk through the movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I'll, I'll read from top to bottom. For anybody
1: who has no idea what the movie is Neither or will. may want to watch it, we're going to spoil basically everything.
0: We will spoil 100% of the film.
1: But we're going to walk you through it start to finish still. So you can listen to this instead of watching the movie. And save understand our
0: frustration. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, um, you either save yourself, what, 65 minutes or 72 minutes? One or the other. Depending on your Something like that.
0: So, what do you, all right. i kind of, like, I'd love to go like side by side, but I also really want to know what you thought happened.
1: Well, the, I think. Um,
0: like basic summary, basic summary.
1: Basic summary. So, well, it starts out, for some reason, it starts out, he's in, the, he's in the park and he's talking to a random dude. He's telling you, like, kind of a scary story about something that happened to himself. And it's about a doctor who brings a sleepwalker to a county fair. And whatever the sleepwalker... He, like, hypnotizes him, sort of, like, breaks him out of his sleepwalking trance. He wakes up. He tells a fortune. And all the fortunes are just, like, basically, you're going to die tonight. Or you're going to die tomorrow. Something like that. And then the people actually die. And then, at the end... Um, It goes back to that and and he kind of tells the story, the guy on the park bench, and he's like, Yeah, like we put him in the same asylum, whatever. But then it like flips and he like goes out, he's like, That was my fiance, like, oh, and that's that's the dude, Caesar, who was a sleepwalker. Don't talk to him while he's standing there like picking flowers or something normal. And then they put the guy telling the story in an insane asylum. Yeah. So that's what I think happened, but like what really happened is what kind of confused me. Like, So was it the, was it really the doctor or was it the guy sitting on the
0: bench? What's his name? His name was Francis. Was it Francis or was it Dr. Caligari? So the way that I understood the movie, Francis was a crazy guy from the whole time and he was telling the story, right? Mm-hmm. I did not look what a uh, sublimatist was. So, That's a sleepwalker. Yeah, I didn't look that up. So I just thought Caesar was a dead guy the whole time. So that it makes sense to me that like the dude was literally sleeping in the coffin. I thought he was a dead guy the whole time. Yeah, and until he died, and then I was really confused. No, I I, I knew was he like was the dead guy's already he's Can already be, dead. I thought he I literally thought this dude was summoning. I thought that sum meant summer. And I thought now, he was bringing this guy alive. To I mean like fortune telling. He did kind of like break him out of his sleepwalking
1: trance, and that was like, like I I get it. Like I think you're right. I think the guy Francis is the
0: dude that was killing people. Oh shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Francis, whoa, we, wow, I didn't think He told that the like story that. from
1: his perspective. So the whole time he's like, this dude comes to a county fair. See, I thought it was
0: just cool. total bullshit, but now that you say that, Francis could have been a killer. They had to, Cause cause it all would those make people sense. died and he, like, yeah. So he would have killed the the, the the town
1: clerk. Well, the town clerk is what doesn't add up to me. So the town clerk is the first person who dies yep. in the story. And Dr. Calgary said, he goes to the town clerk, and he's like, I, I want to bring my spectacle into the county fair. Town clerk yep. kind of blows him off, and he's like, what kind of paperwork do I have to do, or whatever. And then he kind of looks at him crazy, and then the next night he dies. The town clerk. Yeah. And he gets his, he gets his dude into the county fair still.
0: Um, when I was watching it, my version said, town clerk is angry. You could tell he was angry. In my, it didn't say that. There was a nice little, like, box. It was like, yeah, he's angry. Yeah. Um, I also noted that I think they called him a mootback, a mountback, which apparently they didn't do in your version. Mm-hmm. But I just looked that up, and that means that he's basically a swindler. Um, mm-hmm. My next note was the walls have strange markings in the city.
1: Yeah, that was that was weird. All the walls and stuff was just... Weird. And I the, thought it was just weird, like artsy stuff. Did you weird. notice
0: that guy that was? I'm pretty sure sitting at the bank when he was trying to get them to put him in the fair. That dude was sitting on a chair that was like six times too tall. I wrote
1: that down. Every chair in this stupid thing was like five to six feet high off the ground.
0: I was like, why is this guy in such a tall chair?
1: I I was like, what is the point of this? This is so stupid. And I thought he wasn't gonna come down from it, but then they watched him. It like, was like a very really awkward like climb down from down. it. And I was like, okay, this is just fucking weird. Yeah. But. Then in my other notes, I'm like, what's, what's Dr. Caligari's deal? Like, you think you're going to walk in into, like, the county office and be like, I want to bring my thing to the fair? And you go out of your way to call it a spectacle? Yeah. There wasn't many words shown in this movie. It's a silent film. They throw a note card on there every couple minutes with, like, one line of dialogue.
0: Even though people will talk for, like, 30
1: seconds. Yes. Drove me insane, but whatever.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm like, this guy... You think the town clerk is sitting there waiting all day for county fair entries? That guy doesn't care. He's probably <laughs> counting tax dollars, trying to figure out something important. Explains yeah, you know? why he was angry. Yeah, it's like I interrupted, but I'm yeah, too. I wrote some stuff about how bad Dr. Calamari looked
0: too. Like he looked like a crackhead. Dude did look like well in the beginning he looked like shit. He did. I was like, what is going on? And then I thought as the movie progressed, he became more and more official. Huh. Like, at the very end, he was literally a doctor.
1: Like, yeah, okay. When you saw him in person at the end, like, post-story being told, completely different.
0: Oh, yeah. Also, how—all right, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But, like, at the at the end, like, the one part, like, he was like, oh, the, the doctor is actually my—the doctor here. What the <laughs> fuck's going on? That's when I started to lose track of everything. Um, uh, Town Clerk died. I said, Calamari's behind it, question mark?
1: Yeah, I thought that, too, right away. It and was I, obvious—
0: yeah, Caesar's been asleep for 25 years. Did you did you catch that one too?
1: Yeah, he's been asleep his entire life. He was like 25 years old.
0: He's been asleep for 25 years. Didn't make sense to me. And then I said, why can the sleeping guy see the future? That part didn't make sense to me either.
1: I didn't get that either, but I kind of like looked past that. And I got to like, I'm, I'm my next notes are like the county fair type thing. You saw his announcement of him. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he kind of describes him like that. He's like, he's been asleep for 25 years been alive for 25 years. I wake him up, he tells the future. And he knows the past. He said, too.
0: I, I don't think I got the past part. I didn't I didn't know mm-hmm. about that. In mine,
1: it said he knows all the past and he knows the future.
0: Okay. So, um, like, a clairvoyant? Or would you say he's, like, omni, omniscient? He knows all? I don't
1: know, I guess. Yeah.
0: But, so, I'm, like,
1: and then they're all in there and he's, like, come up, ask him a question. Any Caesar questions, predicts death at all. Yeah. He predicts that that this guy is going to die at dawn. Which
0: The guy's name is Alan and he's best friends with Francis.
1: And Francis and Alan, right before this decided, they both love the same girl. We don't know the girl's name. Maybe you know her. I did not catch her name. They didn't use a girl's name. Just a girl. They both love her. That is my fiance. We're going to be friends, no matter what happens, but she's going to marry one of us and it's up to her. And then they go to this thing where they predict that the friend dies.
0: Yep. See, I think in my version, they predicted the friend's death before they started talking about loving the girl. Because I was okay. like, okay, these two dudes are hanging out in an a fair and they're like, oh shit. Hmm. Maybe but- that happened in mine. So my
1: reaction to that was like, what's the deal here? Does nobody smell bullshit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> We're gets
0: killed. And no. he's pissed off the town clerk.
1: All of that aside, I'm talking... You're at a county fair, some dude up on stage who is, like, eight months overdue for a haircut. Yeah. Like, he's not even standing up straight. He looks like a crackhead, basically, in a cloak. And he says, this guy's been asleep his whole life. He knows the past. He knows the future. You walk up, ask him any question. he says, you're going to die tonight. And Everybody's like, the guy's, like, afraid. He's like, oh, my God, this is really going to happen to me. Like, can you imagine, like... Somebody tell you that right now. I go to a county fair. I'd be like, it's, you're you're a crackhead. Crackhead, go home. Go home. I'm not listening to anything you say. You're insane. Uh,
0: I, I I'd be like this carny. I'm not listening to anything. I, I would think it's Carnies hilarious. in sense a sensitive term.
1: But I I'm like no way. I'm like where are these people? I like, also think
0: the guy that was going to kill me. Yeah. I would not think that it would happen any other way besides that man.
1: Yeah. But it, when everybody's freaking out, I'm like, where's your bullshit radar? Does it not exist? Is this why Khan what? Man
0: existed and like He fucking died him? at dawn. So He did die. So maybe they should believe it, because he actually did die. Yeah, he did um, die. My next note is the police hats were all different sizes and they were really weird. Oh I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, I, that got me going. I was like, why don't why do these polices not have like a, a simple uniform that everybody has? And then they they pretended that they caught some dude. Uh, the dude claims he didn't kill the other two people. Did you get Uh, that? Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I was definitely trying to kill this woman, but I didn't try and kill the
1: other two people. he said, like, his alibi was that he could pass the blame for the murder onto this other person. Onto the guy that was committing the other murders.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: But I, at the same time, I was like, why is that going to get you off when he tried to kill somebody? (laughs) Like, you still, you were still going through with this thing. Like, you wanted to kill this person clearly, like, just because you thought it would get passed off on the other guy doesn't make you a good guy. I
0: thought I could get away with it and just blame it on the other people, so yeah. I shouldn't be allowed to get away with the murder. Uh, and then I also thought it was funny because right before they were going to check on if Caesar was in the cabinet, they were like, Oh, okay, that guy's guilty? We don't need to investigate anymore. Yeah, you have a good one. I was like, what? We called some guy trying to kill someone, so you're in the clear. Yeah. And then just walked away. Yeah. And Calamari was like, all right, sweet. Thanks, have a good one. Then my next note is, was... <laughs> was Caesar the killer? Why is he taking her? Oh, yeah, because that's when Caesar tried to kidnap the fiancé. Yeah, that was weird to me. I didn't understand the kidnap thing. But if you go with your version of the story that it was all Francis, that makes perfect sense. It does. Because Francis would definitely have killed Alan because he'd been like, yo, I want this babe.
1: And then he's just, I'm grabbing you, you're coming with me. You're way too sad over Alan dying. That's not, not how this
0: okay. is going to work out for us, so we're going. We're gonna. We're just going to go now. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, we're out of here. Because I felt like, well, Caesar would kill her. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't, he just tried to kidnap her. So yep. it makes a little bit more sense. The next part that was kind of confusing, does Caesar die when he hits sunlight? No. That's the kind of vibe I was getting, because the sun rose and then all of a sudden he was like, ugh and they found him dead in the graveyard so I said does he die at sunlight
1: question mark yeah I don't know about that I didn't think about that
0: and then he was also he did kind of
1: randomly just collapse and I was like what's going on here yeah I I think he dies at sunlight gotta Uh.
0: be like he's some sort of vampire-ish kind of thing
1: I mean he's something he's not just sleepwalking
0: I mean it would explain why he sleeps every day he was like part vampire yeah um so that was kind of nuts uh but Caesar was under Francis' watch, so it wasn't him.
1: Okay, so I – did you see when they go in there? Two Caesars, question mark? Okay, I thought the same thing. I was like, maybe there's two of them. What's the deal? Maybe he's cloning himself.
0: I picked this one up, though. I figured out what happened. Continue. Let's hear what you It's –
1: so Francis was watching Caesar, but then in the story they pull out like a fake Caesar doll.
0: There was a doll. Yeah, it was a fake doll.
1: And he was looking at the doll the whole time. So this is my question, right? So you notice how Dr. Caligari had his own little, like, like house, right? Yeah.
0: He's like, it he was like a... And
1: Caesar was in the house, too, in the coffin. Yeah. Caesar's asleep his whole life. Okay? Yeah. How's he moving him? What's the deal? He... Caesar sleeps, and then he's like, boom, you gotta snap out of this, because I, I can't lift you and the cabinet with me. Into the house. And he's got carried up the stairs, You too. saw him
0: feed Caesar a few times. He just lifts the guy up. was like, yeah, time to eat. Yeah, but that's different. You lift him up, feed him some I'm food. sure you lift him up and you start ca- walking. He through. had the whole cabinet. And he's, he's a Somaliist. He's somali That's a sleepwalker. You yeah, can't you control. get him to sleepwalk. What do you do? You get, him, sleep-
1: you get him to sleepwalk, sleepwalk over here, down the street, up these stairs, and back into your coffin,
0: laying down next to me? I think the <laughs> hypnosis played an effect too because he was telling people to kill him. He was like, yo, go go fetch that, that town clerk. But they, he didn't actually kill him. You don't think? Why else would Francis
1: end up in the insane asylum? Okay, okay. For saying crazy stories? No, they'd be like, this dude's killing people and he's saying that it's some like, sleepwalking guy. No, we're taking
0: you with us. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so then how much of the story do you think was just total bullshit that the guy made up? I think almost all of it. Shit! I think the murders are real.
1: Okay, I. But that just. It doesn't justify to me the town clerk murder.
0: What is the deal with the town clerk murder? So that's why I think part of it was real. I think Kaligari was doing some of the killing. Or might have been. The town clerk just died because he was apparently a very angry man. So someone might have just killed him. And then in his head, he painted this whole picture from then on. Because I, I definitely believe that this dude would kill his friend and then try and kidnap the girl. I think that's so believable, but the town clerk doesn't add up at all. Well, I mean, there was the other murder that he was like, that they called the random guy for. Yeah. So, maybe it was the random guy killed them. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Alright. One was fake. Ran into a men- mental institute? That's what I wrote with the question. That was
1: weird to me. Like, he, he just walks
0: in. Hey, I'm looking for the doctor. All right, come on in. And then he said he wanted to see the head of it, too. Yeah. But so he was just like, I got to go. Let me sprint. And they were like, oh, what are you looking for? He's like, Dr. Caligari. And they're like, all right. Well, we don't know who that is, but we're going to take you to the head guy.
1: Yeah, that was, that was weird. Like, open the doors up.
0: Come on in, man. And then... The doctor was Caligari and Francis Baines Yeah, you know, that part, that part tracked with me. This part is where it got next level confusing for me. And I, what? so this is where they went into the office. They found the book uh, that Doctor Caligari was mm. alive in 1094. I don't think he was alive then. Dude, that's what the note. The note I thought I could read said. I
1: I thought it just said like it was just like a history thing from like hundreds of years ago where like some guy so I I portrayed it as it says Dr. Caligari was doing this shit hundreds of years ago so I thought because they didn't know who Dr. Caligari was they knew who whatever the head doctor was of the insane asylum so I thought that this guy was like he found out who this Dr. Caligari was he was like once I get a sleepwalker in here man I'm gonna be modern day Dr. Caligari so he was like, I'm taking on the persona, I'm not using my real name, I'm throwing some glasses on, ruffling up my hair, making myself look rough, and I'm modern day Dr. Caligari. Oh, shit. As his alter ego, so then people don't show up to the county fair, ah, oh, you're the head of the insane asylum. I don't believe what you're saying. No, I'm, I'm Caligari. Okay. That's the way, I, I thought he took it on as an alternate personality. Uh, or a Persona, because he really liked the the story.
0: See, I thought he lived forever. I, I don't oh, know why I assumed he was immortal, and I, I I went straight, like, satanic shit. I thought he was killing people in order to live longer. What? Why would you Dude, I couldn't read him? the notes. I couldn't oh, my read my the God. notes. All I saw was Dr. Calamari, 1910, gets a Somalis, or some some Wow. So I just assumed that it was him like reincarnated or something like that yeah. and then real confused because all of a sudden it cut to a dead caesar and he like freaked out and mm-hmm. was like oh no we found the dead guy and then it cut back again for me and say they found caesar dead again and then kaligari was pissed so they put him into a straitjacket did you see that part where they put Caligari in the straight jacket? Yeah, they put him in a straight... But
1: this was still Francis telling the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Francis was saying it like... Like, I helped save the day. I got him. He was the murderer. Like, we know he's crazy. He's going by a different name. Yeah. He doesn't even know who he is anymore. Is he this guy? Is he this guy? Multiple personalities. Get him in the
0: asylum. And when Caesar died, do you think that's when they were like, Oh, God, we got to put this guy away? But then... What the fuck's going on? He's crazy. That was the next part that I got. It was yeah. my next note is, wait, Francis was crazy the whole time.
1: Yeah, that's how I ended this. I, I was like, I literally wrote, well, this explains his friend being killed, but not the town clerk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're still hung up
1: on this town clerk. Well yeah, I was like, this is this is what they bring me into the movie for. Like, this is like the second or third scene, town clerk dies. I'm like, Francis has nothing to do with it. He's got some state. He wants it to work out with him and the girl. Mm -hmm. But what does he care about the town clerk? It doesn't affect him. Yeah. He's not right unless... it It just makes it weird, like... Yeah, it was... Did Caesar exist even, like... Is is it him and well,
0: stuff like that? Yeah. Well Caesar was I mean, it was definitely just some other dude in the mental institute. That was the thing that messed me up the most, is like everybody that he was talking about except for his friend Alan, mm-hmm. we're all in the mental institute just hanging around. And Dr. Caligari's like, What's up? Like these people are nuts. Yeah. And like at the end, Francis is like, I'm gonna kill him and then everybody's like, Please don't do that. Yeah. Please don't stop. And they hold him, they put him in the so cell movie ends. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other notes that we didn't cover yet? Yeah, I have one
1: thing, it was just a weird thing. You know how Caesar's makeup, he had like stuff under his eyes? Yeah. Like heavy. I I saw that as like bags under his eyes. I wrote like how somebody sleeping his whole life with bags under his eyes. I was like, that doesn't add up to me if he's
0: really asleep his whole life. Yeah. Um interesting. Anything else? I had two I had two more weird notes. Uh, I drew a little diamond and mm-hmm. said what's going on? Because they had the diamond. I don't know if you noticed that, but Every like uh, anytime they zoomed in on people, it was always like a weird diamond shape. Yeah, I had the rest of the screen was black, but they were all in diamonds. I thought that it was just like something to do with the camera. Yeah, like square lens
1: or something. Like and They just zoomed cool. in, and
0: that's how it looked. And then my uh, my big note is that 18 minutes in, they they did see a polar bear. I saw a polar bear on a leash 18 minutes in, and I was really really confused. Which in my version, there was not one of those. So. I'm definitely going to have to look up the version and get a little screenshot going on because I definitely saw a poem there. Yes. Um, all right, so let's talk about some symbolism now.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, some critics, they've interpreted it. They said it represented the German war government with Caesar as symbolic as the common man conditioned like soldiers to kill. Other themes in the film include destabilization contrast between insanity and sanity and the subject's perception of reality and duality of the human nature
1: what are your thoughts on that john i I mean like is it how what, what's the date on these critics like is <laughs> so, somebody saying like post-world war one like damn we were all conditioned to kill like or or like is this like 80 years later and it's like, yeah, like they conditioned them to kill and that's what they were writing this about.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I feel like if it was people, if it was critics from back then, I think then, yeah, that would be accurate because I mean, Caesar literally just, yeah, but just like, I, I'm just saying ask like, questions,
1: just did world war one end, and they all just snap out of it and just be like, yeah, we started this war for no reason or something.
0: No, maybe they were just like, they were just blind to whatever the government said. And that's what they were saying is like, hey, Maybe. because both the writers were pacifists mm. and they were both like, so they were probably like, yo, this is screwed. Society today will just kill based on whatever somebody tells them to do because they're just brainwashed.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I get it, especially if you're a pacifist, you're going to definitely have that view that like, hey, the government's trying to like mess with you. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, that was, that was really it. The nature, duality of man, of human nature, I don't know what the hell that means, but it yeah. sounds sound something like you would read for some symbolism.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I feel like the symbolism
0: wasn't... Nothing really hit me. Yeah. I, I, I was just... After all, reading that, though, I def, I mean, like, it makes sense, like, if you put the puzzle pieces together. Yeah, I, I get that. I get it, but I didn't see it. I, I wasn't thinking like that. Yeah, I wasn't thinking like that either. I was really just trying to understand what's going on. Sort of notes you have here that it was made into an opera... Okay, yeah. So they made it into a play
1: and an opera. A play, I could see. An opera would be literally horrible.
0: You <laughs> I mean you didn't like the movie at all? Um, oh wait, wait. What's your rating? What's your rating?
1: Uh, we do we do we have like a scale? Like what's our?
0: uh we can do one to ten. I mean, we've never done this before, so. All right, let's, is...
1: let's do a one to ten scale.
0: Um. Uh, see, so you got to factor in it is a nineteen twenties film, like one of the first. Yeah, I
1: I know, and that's what I'm thinking too. What's your rating? I'm giving it an 8.
0: What the? What? <laughs> all right, all right. All an 8? Right. Are it, you kidding me? Yep. I gave it a 4 out of 5 stars. I think that's fair. So name you a movie make... that's a 7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come <Relax>. on. <laughs> um, I can't name a it. movie that's a 7 off the top of my head. We're going to watch a movie that's going to be
1: amazing in like a month. And we're going to sit back down and you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, 6 or
0: 7. I don't know. Okay. But you got to think about it, right? Probably one of the first plot twists to ever happen in the film. Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, it was enough for us to talk about this for a while. I was thinking this is like...
1: Like, if we're thinking in 1920s, like, I don't really have any context in 1920s. I also have the impression that it's just boring in general entertainment then. Because there wasn't really entertainment before that. Dude, they, like, didn't even have movies. Yeah. I... In today like I watched this I was just like like it by today's standard
0: I would say like one to two well yes if you go by today's standard I feel like you gotta you gotta put yourself in the thought of what this was at the time and how influential it was like if I'm living I I mean I guess like I mean I probably will never watch this movie
1: again I'm never watching it again I don't think I can give it higher than like
0: a five point Okay. Well, I will 5.5, though. That's not far off when I gave it. An,
1: eight, an honestly, 8 might have been aggressive. My 8 is very aggressive. 5.5 is the highest I could ever give it. I feel like a fair score is like
0: 4.5. This is one of the only movies in the world that has a 10 out of 10 Rotten Tomatoes. 4.5 is my final score. I'm locking that in. Alright, I'm giving it an 8. Um, so since we... Since we talked about never watching it again, uh, I actually have a few more. How
1: do you how do you give something like, oh yeah, eight out of 10. Well, see, cause I would
0: actually watch it again just because there's like six more versions and I really feel like I missed something. No, but you wouldn't watch the 1921. Yes, I would. I, I would watch your version of the 1920s one. Cause I really, I, I think I missed something. I had 10 minutes less of content. Um, so, you, gen- want, you want a little bit more? Yes, please. Uh, Here you go. You thank can, you. Can, uh, I'll do the two finger pour. So genuine is another sequel. Pour it as much as you want. I don't it. care. That was wow. That was a big two finger pour. Um, genuine was the next movie made by the director. But when you Google Doctor Caligari's sequel, that's what comes up. So. I wasn't sure just, if it was an actual sequel. Just so you know, I'm not watching it, even if people think it's a sequel. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> so Sean's out for that one. Um, so then there was the cabinet of Dr. Caligari made in 1962, which I believe was a spinoff of the original film. and Which, I mean, you did say the next film you wanted to do was from the 60s.
1: I was that was hypothetical as in like if the 30s were this painful I'm going to have
0: a <laughs> very couple, couple decades time. yeah so then they made a remake again in 1989 right. called Dr. Caligari and then they made another one in 1992 called The Cabinet of Dr. Ramirez
1: anybody who is on the fence about continuing to listen to this series, just know that I am not doing a review on another version of Dr. Calamari.
0: (laughs) And then I think the 2005 (laughs) Calamari would be great. Uh, That is the most recent remake, was 2005, an indie film guy, like, made his own version.
1: Wow. But good for that guy. I'm not watching.
0: People love this shit. I know they do. But
1: it's just, it's like... This to me was like looking at like abstract art. Like, you know, you know, the art piece of like the taped banana. No, I've never heard that. you never. Okay. This is okay. So there's a, there's a piece of art. It sold for like 120,000 and it's a banana duct taped to like a canvas. And somebody paid $120,000 for it because they appreciated it as fine art. That's how I see this. It's a taped banana.
0: Somebody might like it, but it's a tape banana. Some
1: people say, this is super creative. How'd they come to this? This is worth a lot of money. I'm going to pay a lot of money for this. Other people, me, I'm out here. I I say, you know what? It's it's cool. I never thought to tape a banana to a canvas and try to sell it. Good for this guy for getting a lot of money for doing that. I'm happy that this movie was made. It's interesting that it was made. I agree. The plot twist at the end is crazy. It's pretty good.
0: You didn't see it coming, Sean.
1: I didn't see it coming. It got me. I would never watch it again. But it got me. Okay. I just... The dialogue stuff. Like, the fact that there's like maybe 10 to 15 lines of dialogue in the entire thing. And people's mouths are moving the whole time. <laughs> You're just watching them talk. You have no idea what the they're The whole talking. movie... Dude, whatever, 70 minutes, you're watching them talk. And every five, 10 minutes, you get like a note card thrown up on the screen <laughs> of, of like 10 to 15 words that sums up what they just said for the last five minutes to each other.
0: So here's my point. Yes. Which makes it maybe closer to that eight. <laughs> Dude, you understood the entire, well, we don't know. We didn't look up what it was actually about, but I'm pretty sure since we I, have the same I interpretation. We, I think we know what it was about. Uh, I think that shows that they were able to get their point across without having to use text. Yeah, but like it's... Vocals. But this is this is entertainment. I wasn't super
1: entertained. You weren't trying to work for it. Okay? Like, you can... There's so many, like, boring English books that you read in high school where you know what they're talking about. You get the story, but, like, you're like, yeah, I'm never fucking touching this book again. There was some symbolism going on. There was a plot twist. I'm never touching this shit again. <laughs> okay? That's how this was. <laughs> Yes, all right, all right. maybe you're right, teacher, but I'm out. This is Yo, not for me. All I'm saying <laughs> That's how is how
0: I it. It. if you look back at those high school books in like five years, you're like, damn, you know, maybe my teacher was on to something. What? Yeah, dude,
1: have you that ever been going? I liked The Great Gatsby.
0: Okay. And some people thought that movie was like, or that book was trash. The movie was great. Uh, yeah, the movie was great. I big Leo know I never finished the book. Oh my <laughs> gosh. There we <laughs> I go. Love- <laughs> I love the book. I love the book. I never read it, but I liked it. I, Sport I, Notes was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, shameless Sport Notes plug. Definitely how I got through my English classes. Um, that's how everybody did. But yeah, I would definitely – see, like, I would recommend this to someone that is, like, a movie person. Like, someone that's like, oh, man, yeah. like, I love watching, like, movies all the time. And I want to see, like, what it was like when movies first started getting created. Yeah. I would say look up German Expressionist Film. And then watch this movie. So you have a little bit of a background on what's going on. are you going to meet somebody? Literally. Is... <laughs> get ready for this. So we, last time we were filming this, mm-hmm. we decided that we were going to watch it. I watched it on a, I think I watched it Friday night. Yeah. And I left a review on Letterboxd, which is like this app that I, me and only one of my other friends use. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning, I get a text from my friend holy shit, did you just watch that movie? Mm-hmm. And then he calls me later in the day. He had watched it as well on Saturday morning. Before I had posted my review, he had just watched it. So what did he say about it? Oh, he thought it was like the greatest film ever. He's a very much movie guy, though. Well, so yeah. He, yeah, he's uh I think he's watched over 150 movies this year already. I should download that app and
1: put my 4.5 score on there <laughs> and, and just just leave like like an email
0: i was oh, like the movie
1: and is rated like
0: eight i think it's rated like four and a half stars out of five on the app
1: i saw it had high ratings yeah people loved it okay i wouldn't rate it four and a half out of five on the app i you would rate have, it two and a half. I would adjust. it would be 2.25 to a give it a quarter of a star well if it's 4.5 out of 10, to scale down correctly, it'd be 2.25 right. out of 5. Yeah.
0: Fair enough, fair enough.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> and you get, like, ripped on for your... Like, they, people leave comments like, this guy just doesn't know film.
1: Oh, they can leave comments? I so, don't need okay. to leave an email for, like, inquiries
0: or anything. <laughs> leave an email for inquiries. <laughs> if you got a problem, C&J... And, po- <laughs> and s What's C&J? Where did the J come from? I don't know where the J... C and s podcast website mm-hmm. email link gmail yeah we haven't gotten an email yet but
1: no we next week we'll have an email and you can email us literally anything you want to email us i'll read
0: them and we'll think about it whatever the topic <laughs> is we'll do it
1: yeah if, if you want to email topics we'll do it movies we'll do it we're,
0: we're open to talking about anything I mean, if someone suggested we watch Dr. Caligari's Conor Bowl for every day for the rest of the year. (laughs) No. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I wouldn't do Sean would learn to love it, and he'd recognize the polar bear in minute 18. no. No. Watch every single different version. Just the change of, like, the uh, background music. (laughs) Tell tell them your thoughts on, on why there was background music. And you were pissed that there was no vocals.
1: Well, I just didn't understand why, like, they could put background music into the film. And, like, maybe their cameras at the time couldn't pick up sound and they could only pick up the video. But I was like, if they can edit in background music, why can't they edit
0: in, like, like a
1: voiceover type thing?
0: And my thought, and you guys can leave an email if this is true or not. <laughs> email. But I don't think that the sound was added until later. And I think the sound was actually played live when people were watching. I think that makes sense to me. And that would make sense. But I don't know if it's true. That is that is. But how wasn't I this me. a movie? It wasn't a play first. It was a movie first. So they would just go into the, like the movie theater and they just.
1: That's crazy.
0: And, and unless it's so only. People played. pay a shit ton of money to watch Lord of the Rings movies with live music.
1: Yeah, but that's. Today. Exactly. Something. Those those people. If this is one of the first movies ever, they're like, you want me? You want me to go somewhere and watch something on a screen?
0: What? Their minds were probably blown, dude. They were like, holy shit, that picture's moving.
1: Yeah, but it, everybody's going to want to do
0: it, but it's just going to be like, we need a whole orchestra there too, really? I mean, it was definitely somebody's job. People go to see the orchestra alone. Now imagine you're like, wow, I'm going to get some great tunes and there's going to be a moving picture. I just, I just, I just see it. I'm, I'm thinking like all over Germany they're showing this thing. And was probably a huge hit actually so expressionist film got really big in Germany and then they started exporting it to other countries because people loved it well we yeah,
1: we looked up the the budget too the budget was twelve thousand dollars which was probably Deutsche marks and then the the box office four thousand
0: they only made 4 thousand from it yeah so they lost big on this guy yeah which kind of justifies my point <laughs> well in, in that case it really should get a 33 percent. Yeah, like, I I, I mean,
1: it, it really this does, just, right. like, if it was such a big deal, then, like, maybe just, like, RTP like, hipsters back then were like, yeah, we're watching movies, and old people were like, we don't, we don't watch that I shit. I don't want
0: none of them moving pictures. No.
1: Hipster stuff isn't going to last. That's what they said.
0: That's it, because they had the term hipster back then. <laughs> These crazy hipsters. They probably have something along the same lines. He probably just called them pacifists. These crazy pacifists. These people that don't believe in this war. Mm-hmm. They don't have patriotism. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I don't know what else what else we got. I got I got
1: nothing. I I mean, if somebody loves this movie, send us an email about it. I might. You know what guys? You. That's that's a lot to say right now because we don't have an email address yet. <laughs> I think
0: we should just keep being like yeah, just send us an email.
1: <laughs> we don't have an email address yet, but we'll have one next week. I promise there will be an email address.
0: Um, I got nothing else. We still haven't posted a single one of these yet, though. So next week could literally have been a month from now, and you will have no idea. Okay.
1: I, I think I think it's time to cut this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and cut. good night. Give it a cheers. Happy happy Friday.